0: What could Daniel Ellsberg possibly have done to provoke such wrath, to be seen as such a threat? The story begins 26 years earlier, as World War II came to an end and the Cold War began. Ellsberg was just starting ninth grade at a prep school near Detroit, Michigan. He did not, at that time, appear particularly dangerous. Kind of a nerd is how one classmate described him. Very intense, another recalled. Very studious and very interested in a lot of things. A scrawny teen with dark curly hair, Dan was shy and quiet, and had the unusual habit of walking around campus in a double-breasted suit, carrying his books and papers in a black briefcase. To classmates, he seemed obsessed with absorbing information and new ideas. But Dan did make an effort to branch out, landing the role of a wisecracking detective in the school play. He joined the bowling and rifle clubs. He gave soccer a try. I was terrible at soccer, he recalled. Like many of his peers, Ellsberg was riveted by the rise of the Cold War. The global rivalry between the United States and the Soviet Union intensified quickly during Ellsberg's high school years as Soviet ruler Joseph Stalin installed communist dictatorships in the countries of Eastern Europe, violently crushing calls for freedom in any land under his control. Ellsberg admired President Harry Truman's response a commitment to supporting democracies and containing Soviet influence. From spreading further. I had become, Ellsberg later said, along with many other Americans, a cold warrior. In 1949, the Soviets tested their first atomic bomb, using plans stolen by spies from American labs. That same year, Communists took power in China, the world's most populous nation, Then, with Soviet and Chinese backing, communist North Korea invaded democratic South Korea in 1950. In the Korean War, U.S. forces helped push back the invasion, but at a cost of more than 36,000 American lives. The Cold War was clearly going to be a long and bitter fight. Daniel Ellsberg wanted in. After graduating third in his class from Harvard University, Ellsberg stunned friends and professors alike by applying for officers' training with the Marine Corps. I didn't seem the type, he later conceded. My interests were almost entirely intellectual, and I wasn't any kind of athlete. But those recruiting posters—the ones asking men if they were tough enough to be a Marine—called to him. Ellsberg willed his way through a training course filled with jocks and tough guys, and he served with pride as a Marine lieutenant. He then returned to Harvard and earned his PhD in economics. Questions of risk and decision-making particularly intrigued him. To act reasonably, one must judge actions by their consequences, Ellsberg wrote in his doctoral thesis but what if their consequences are uncertain? How should one act when consequences are uncertain? That question would become a major theme in Ellsberg's life.